This is the Village Church Q&A podcast, where our goal is to create digital, shareable, and helpful content to make disciples who will go, grow, and overcome. Hey, Village Church. Welcome back to the Village Church Q&A podcast. Pastor Tim and Pastor Michael with you. Pastor Michael, here's our question for today. What should a Christian response be when a celebrity like Prince passes away? Yeah, 37 albums in 39 years, uh, son of a jazz musician, mastered 12 instruments, recorded the majority of instruments on, uh, I think, most of his albums from drums super to keys. Super talented, super influential. Um, I, gosh, uh, somebody just quoted him and they said, uh, he, he said, when I want to hear new music, I write it. <laughs> <laughs> and he often did. And he often did. And uh, you got, I mean, you got to give it to the guy. And so... You know, there there's a few levels to this, and uh, one level is um, understandable sadness because we are created to love and appreciate art and music. I mean, it's everything from the way we decorate our homes to the paintings we put on our walls to the music we listen to to the architecture of buildings. And I mean, everything we do is so influenced by just art and beauty um, that we are just impacted on, right. on a daily level. And so when you think of a guy in his late 50s like this dying – um, I think there are two responses. Number one, which is like, that's really sad. Um, and whenever you have been influenced or blessed by somebody, whether or not it's directly about Jesus or spiritual, I mean, I am influenced daily by so many different things mm-hmm. that really have nothing to do motivationally or directly or explicitly about Jesus. Um, when people who influence me die, I'm sad. Mm-hmm. Um, so I remember where I was when Kurt Cobain died. I love Nirvana. They were one of the most influential bands in my life as a young kid, you know, and I was delivering a paper and I saw that he was dead and I was like, oh my gosh. I mean, that was my JFK. I mean, I'm only right. 35, but you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. uh, somebody who influenced me. Like because he, he had a personal impact on your life. Yeah, that was it. I mean, I learned all of his music. He wrote music in a genre for when I was a kid that I could relate to, that I loved, that I just, I mean, I, I tried to mimic him. I started bands that basically all we did is play a song. You know what I mean? So right. as I say that, like there was this massive amount of, of influence, but if, if I stood face to face with the guy when he was alive, I'd been like, Oh, you're just a dude like me, you mm. know? Um, and so on the one hand, it's like, it's, it's, it's just really sad when people who have had a positive influence on you or people who have articulated things for you musically or verbally or poetically or artistically that resonate with your heart. Um, that's just, that's kind of sad. Like I grieve the day Radiohead stopped making great music, you know, like they (laughs) honestly, like for my college years encapsulated, like what I loved about music, they wrote music that so resonated with me. And in a sense, I feel like they died because they became somebody else. And, um, and so people don't even have to die for you to grieve them. But with Prince and there are numerous artists like this. When, when you die at 57, I think you think of Kurt Cobain and oh gosh, what is he? Late twenties. What if Prince lived for another 30 years and he made 40 more albums or something crazy, you know, like the potential of what was lost? Like what if Nirvana, I mean, a half our audience could care less about them. And if you listen to their music, I mean, you're going to hate it. But like as a kid, like I thought, what if he lived to be 50 or 60? You know, like what could have been, you Mm -hmm. know, and and I think there's a huge grief in the what could have been. Um, it's like what happens with your family and it's like, man, what could we have done? How many more conversations could we have had? I mean, it just, it's a different level of influence. Um, and I really believe that God has made us to greatly love and honor and appreciate leaders or icons who do great good and influence the world for good. Okay. So let me push back on you a little bit here. Push. All right. So here's my take on this. In American culture, we 
push to the top those celebrities that are artistic in some manner, Mm -hmm. the great actors, the great musicians. um, Those are the people that we push to celebrity status. Mm -hmm. But in our culture today, which has not always been the same, in years past, American culture has pushed to celebrity status great heroes, whether they were uh, presidents or governors or war heroes, those were the celebrities of years past. You're talking like maybe 1950s and before. Sure. Correct? Yeah, yeah. Because in the 60s, we had uh, Vietnam and... Well, you had Elvis and the Beatles yes. and the Beach Boys. And you that's had all, right. I mean, that's really when pop culture... That's right. Pop music culture icons jumped, in. jumped, I mean, yep. levels up. I mean, they've, they'd always exactly had influence, right. but it took a new level. And, and what we're talking about, Prince, we saw the same thing happen when Elvis died. We saw the same thing. He's not dead. Oh, well, that's your opinion. Because <laughs> you saw him at the grocery store last that week. That was right? amazing. Still wearing the same <laughs> But outfit. we have the same thing with Whitney Houston when she died. We had mm. the same thing with Michael Jackson when he died. So our culture pushes those celebrities that are artistic to that height that they are so influential in people's lives that when they pass away, they feel like they've lost a personal friend. They've lost someone who was so close to them because of that influence that they allowed this person to have on their lives. But when you're, and I'm not even disagreeing, I'm just making, let me just articulate something like their music, we've spent hours or days marinating in it. Their words have influenced us. Um, We may not know them. Like, I don't know King David, but, um, King David's, his words and the Psalms have so impacted me. You know, it's when I read his story in the Bible, my heart grieves for the guy and his stupidity. I'm like, you're, you you are capable of such great things and you you act so stupid. And, and so I even find when I read scripture, these, these biblical authors are capturing my heart and I spend hours marinating in their words and they Mm -hmm. impact me, they influence me. And, and and I guess where I'm pushing back on is our culture and, and, our our secular culture pushes these celebrities to the top where they have uh, we allow them to have great influence but political leaders and uh, moral leaders those that championed right and championed what biblical uh character is all about those people don't have the great influence over society like they once did and i'm just let me just mm-hmm. give a, a quick history lesson so when when Abraham Lincoln died, the entire country mourned, even the South mourned mm-hmm. to some degree, not everyone in the South, but our country mourned when Abraham Lincoln was assassinated. Mm-hmm. And Tim, by the way, is about 185 years old, <laughs> just so you know. And, and other great military leaders, when they died, our country celebrated and, and we mourned their death. Um, it's maybe celeb- ce- Celebrating is not the right word, but we mourned and we the world stopped in our arena because of their death, because of what they stood for. Probably the last president that was really mourned that way was JFK. You know, you think about, you know, when Nixon died, uh, the world didn't stop. (laughs) I am not a crook. You know, uh, we don't have that kind of leader that moves to celebrity status Mm -hmm. like these uh great artists right and and that's because i'm going to go on a limb here and say that 
politics is divisive. Correct. Because politics is the, we'll say, the exposing values um, that maybe the other side has that we don't have. When I look at um, somebody who is on the opposite spectrum of my political views, um, it's hard for me because they violate some fundamental values of mine. So it's hard mm-hmm, to mm-hmm. celebrate people who have pushed agendas that will say harm people right. um, from my perspective, obviously, you know, and whereas generally speaking, Prince can write a song and it influences a hundred million people globally. And it's not a divisive issue. Correct. Like politics has become more and more of a divisive issue. And, and because we'll say even the party system is so far apart, um, it's a battle. Um, and so for me, it's just, it's, I can see culturally why that is and where it's gone. Um, and I get why, why people don't mourn as much because they have a love hate relationship now with politicians mm-hmm. where we have a, um, a preference relationship with musicians. But typically in the church or in, in Christianity as a whole, we don't, we don't raise our, uh, celebrities. We don't raise those people we greatly respect to the celebrity <laughs> okay. level. Okay, so there. Well, let, me, let me give you an example. <laughs> All right. So mega church pastors yes. are like celebrities, In and we idolize. Not we, meaning I or you, but like I mean, yes. Christians are great at putting men on pedestals they should never be on. I totally too, agree. But what I'm saying is, if if great uh, influential Christian leaders were to pass away. For whatever reason, Christianity doesn't go on a go on a, um, a sabbatical and say, "Okay, we're stopping the world because we now have to make sure that we're there at this funeral." Mm-hmm. For example, you know, just throwing out some names: John Piper, um, John MacArthur, Chuck Swindoll. If they pass away, Christianity doesn't all you know across the board stop and say, "We all have to." Uh, make a memorial time in our service this Sunday in memory of this great Christianity doesn't do that for anybody though. We don't Correct. do it for Prince. We don't do it for Whitney and Houston. And that's exactly what I'm saying. And that, I guess that's why I'm pushing back on this a little bit. Christianity as a whole, we worship one person, Jesus Christ. And so often in society, these celebrities, they become God with a small g in some people's world because they've allowed them a status, a position of influence that is, I think, too high of a standard. Yeah, and I would contend Christians do that all the time. When I when I watch people with their megachurch pastors and I watch these guys, I'm blown away by the idolatry of men and women to their, to their shepherds, you know? And so, but I think what you're hitting on is, is a great tension. So... We are created to honor, love, and appreciate those who have had global influence for good. That's right. If we uh, shift that to idolize, um, we've made an inappropriate jump. And, and human nature is to idolize. That's what we do. We take things and our heart is an idol-making factory, as John Calvin says. That's right. And we pump out idols as much as we possibly can. Now, I get the tendency, but the two are not necessarily um, – they don't – yeah, they can be different. So – I think it's okay for the world to stop and say Prince influenced the world, honor this man. Right. Um, now, totally here's where like that. Michael Jackson, for example. Okay, so I don't know what it was about this dude, but when you watch videos of this guy and teenage boys weeping, mm-hmm. I mean, weeping, passing out in his presence. 
okay, that's just straight up weird. And I don't know <laughs> how that even is like remotely logical in people's minds, but, but that, that does show the human tendency. That's right. Uh, and, and the and same I, thing yeah. happened during the Beatles. Same thing happened. Oh, with crazy. Elvis. Same kind of thing. Yep. It's so I think we're sitting here and, and I think we're on the same page where honor is a good thing. Yes. One of the challenges, morally speaking, you have to get down with Prince is, you know, it's said he was a Jehovah's Witness, which, um, by the way, they redefine Jesus and salvation. And mm-hmm. so that's a whole nother thing. I don't have any judgment for Prince because I've never spoken to the guy or read anything. All I've known is that he was a declared Jehovah's Witness. Well, I do know Jehovah's Witness very massively jacks up the salvation message mm-hmm. to the point where it's unrecognizable. And that we should mourn. That we should mourn. That is very that is very sad. I also know that he was um, overtly sexual and sensual in almost all of his music. It was a common theme in his per- performance. Uh, and so those are – and that's the hard part. As a Christian, like I never found him to be something I could spend a lot mm-hmm. of time listening to. But I, man, I've I've never not watched him and been like that. Dude is an amazing musician. He's actually one of my favorite guitarists to watch. He has a way of just really making amazing, uh, just yeah, amazing melody. He's just awesome. Yes, so, very skilled. Um, I, let me let's boil all this down to three quick things. Okay. Okay. Um, when when a when Prince dies or somebody like that dies, uh, three things I just want to make I want to make clear. Um, incredibly influential platforms raises the standard by which you will be judged. Yes. So on a human level, we can appreciate that. But Mm -hmm. the greater your platform, the stricter your judgment, the more accountable you are for the gifts that God has given you. Uh, I would actually, I just had this thought, like, I don't know where the guy is with the Lord. I don't know what he believed. I'm not going to judge the guy. Uh, I just wondered like, Hmm, that's a lot of influence. Yeah, that is an incredible amount of influence to be on a public stage, and and I appreciate the good that he did try to do. So uh, don't have judgment for him. I just want to say that. But number two, it's just the stark reality: everyone's going to die, regardless I mean, whether you're a celebrity or a nobody. Death is hunting us down. I mean, this is the this is the result of the fall and sin, and uh, everybody's body is fading. It's just, I mean, the great the great men of today are dead tomorrow. Mm-hmm. It, it's every day you wake up and somebody who has changed the world for good or for bad. They're dead. They're dead. And, and the final thing I would say is every time you see someone like Prince die or your mom or your dad or your brother or your son mm-hmm. or your daughter, the question that is forced of us is, am I ready to face Jesus? That's right. Because one day I will. Yep. Have I trusted in Jesus? And I think that is self-reflection. There's mourning for what could have been, appreciation for what is, and self-reflection inside of my own heart. Am I ready for this? Because every time someone dies, God is reminding me. Your time is coming soon. Listeners, thanks for joining us today and listening in to Michael and I banter about this question. <laughs> Let's arm wrestle. <laughs> you win. <laughs> Please do us three favors. Go to our church website, vcob.org, and click on that link that says Q&A podcast and submit your question. Second, be sure to share this. Maybe you've got someone that you really are thinking about because of this podcast and you want to share it with them. And third, be sure to rate and review it by going to the iTunes store. Join us next time when we answer the question, What is Village Church's stand on alcohol consumption as a Christian?